0: the wind. The wind's 120 miles to the west. What think, dude. I am here to discuss
1: the so-called flying saucers. <laughs> hey, <Jesse! laughs> With all due respect to the air force, I believe that some of them will prove to be of interplanetary origin. Dude, this is a fucking drone, bro we of them. Look on the SA. That's not our LS though, is it? It's I not. It is an LS, Well, if there's like a thing, it's rotating. We have received and analyzed between one and two thousand reports. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Swamp Gabs podcast. My name is Don. What's going on, guys? It's
0: Bruce again. How are you? How you doing today, Don? How you doing, buddy? I'm doing really good, guys. I'm, good. I'm doing really good. I uh, I stumbled across a movie this week that I haven't seen since I was a child, and I had to watch it again. You being a history buff, I'm sure you can appreciate. But
1: it was the, uh, the... I love me some history, man. right?
0: Right. And I I just I don't think they make movies like this anymore. But it was the Alamo.
1: They don't make any movies like they used
0: to anymore. True. It was the Alamo, the one that had a uh, John Wayne. So from like the seventies or something like that. Old school, the old Alamo, one. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, the one where God, like I haven't seen that. In... Right? Oh, dude! I right. Haven't seen that in Twenty years. <laughs> right. It was so good. I I just forgot how long that movie was. As a kid, I had it, but it was on the the two VHS tape set, and the, I I always remembered like I would really only want to put in the second VHS. And fast forward it to the actual fight scene because, like, there was a lot of talking in that movie. But Oh, sure. But yeah. that was a good movie. That was a good movie. So what about you, man? What's new on your end of town?
1: Same old, same old, man. We had a, this blizzard come through last night and dumped, like, five inches of snow on me. Here, I thought we were past all this shit. Nice. nice. And then uh, today, it's damn near 50 degrees outside, so it's all melting. Everything's a muddy mess. <laughs> of course but you know it is what it is welcome to northern michigan man that's right that's right like i I was really looking forward to uh being able to get my truck up some of these seasonal roads to scout our bigfoot location but i can't do it with all the snow and these these are seasonal roads right they don't get plowed they don't get they're not maintained at all so there's just no way up there and i mean I could probably get the truck up there. The question is getting it back out again, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Right. So Mm-mm-mm. hopefully soon, man. Like I said, all that, we got all that snow yesterday, and it's down to about an inch left on the ground right now. So okay. Hopefully nice. soon, be able to get up, get up there and actually get eyes on the location I want to go to. I got a couple backups in mind, though. How long is the uh, – We'll be able to make it happen. How long is the hike? How long is the trail? Oh, uh, we'll be able to drive up to where we're gonna set up base camp. If we, if my primary location is actually suitable beyond just uh, you know Google Maps,
0: mm-hmm.
1: once I actually lay eyes on it, we'll be able to drive up to our uh, actual campsite. But we will be in the middle of the wilderness. Like it's, it's a good ten to fifteen miles from any other civilization. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We will be out there in the middle of nothing. Hence the reason why I can't just drive up there in these, these roads and have no way back out again. If I get stuck up there.
0: Oh, you're right about that.
1: So it's a, it's a big chunk of land that we're going to big chunk of empty wilderness. So
0: how many uh,
1: open. once I can lay eyes on it and I can.
0: How many Bigfoot yeah. sightings have uh, How many Bigfoot sightings have been seen up in that area? Are we going to like an area that's pretty oh, heavily? In this area hunted. No, where we're the the area that we're going to.
1: I mean, this specific spot, none. But I mean this g- this general area, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, this this chunk of the Huron National Forest. I would like if you were to get a tally of the reports around the surrounding towns outside of this chunk of the forest hundreds over the years hundreds like i said up here it's uh where i don't live too far from the bigfoot capital of michigan we are going into the wilderness of this area so i don't want to give too many details about the location before we actually get out there we're, we're gonna end up having our own hoaxers if we do
0: yeah no for sure for sure
1: So after the fact we'll i'll be happy to lay out the location to everybody but until then folks you have to be kept in the dark a little bit stay tuned
0: no but that's great i just want to make sure that we're going stay to tuned. uh to an actual area I, I didn't think we were gonna go knocking on bigfoot's door but if we at least know the uh, the general vicinity, we very well may
1: be. I'm excited for it, man. I'm really we excited. We very well may be. This is a uh, a definite Bigfoot hotspot. Not, and I'm not talking about reports from the '60s. I'm talking about reports from, you know, this winter. Wow. Wow. So it should be uh, it should be an active area, man. I'd
0: really like to read some of those reports on the on one of the shows before we go up there.
1: Sure. Yeah. I can send you a few. We can talk about them on air too. Mm -hmm. We'll lay some of it out for the audience. Uh, maybe, uh, that last episode before we go that way, uh, we're not giving away too much information Mm -hmm. and yet we can still tease it a little bit. Mm -hmm. I like that idea. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That's not bad at all. Folks. I
0: want to let you guys know that even though it's just Don and I today, we really do have an all-star cast lineup for this, uh, season if you will whatever you want to call it for the next string of episodes we have a lot of really interesting guests that are going to be coming on so please stay tuned
1: yeah i'm, I'm looking forward to that man absolutely you just uh you just laid all that on me just a few minutes ago mm-hmm. so i'm really looking forward yeah. to yeah
0: yeah some people have been responding and
1: not to mention Bro, we are flying up the charts, man. We got comments rolling in left and right. Yeah. Are, people are watching us, dude. I know. <laughs> I, you know,
0: me and Don kind of made this pact with each other that when we started this thing, we weren't gonna, we weren't gonna be going on our own Facebooks and sharing it. We weren't gonna be going on social media and trying to share it from
1: ourselves and try to
0: get our friends and family to watch Literally.
1: this. Nobody in my family even knows that I've started a podcast.
0: Same. Well, my brother found out. My brother as, found as of out right now at least. But uh, but yeah. No, it's uh it's really humbling and we really appreciate every single one of you who have taken any minute out of your day to listen to our senseless rambling and to chime in. Indeed. Man, we got God bless you. We really appreciate you folks and we can't wait to meet you hopefully one day. But um but thank you.
1: Yeah, just uh, just watching the numbers this week, man. It it, it blows my mind yes. the amount of people that are actually uh, checking us out and sticking around to listen to us ramble, man. It's tumbling. It really is. It
0: is. No, it really is. Anyway, what were you saying? No, I was going to say, what are we talking about today? What's the uh, what's the topic of conversation going
1: to be? I got a doozy for you today, man. Today we're going to talk about Mackinac Island.
0: Ooh, okay, All right. <laughs> okay. I've been up there once or twice.
1: Once or twice. Yeah. I am I hope you've been up there at least once or <laughs> twice. Now for our, our non-Michigan based audience, which uh, I actually recently found out is a good chunk of you. We got listeners. Turns out, bro, we got listeners in Canada. We got listeners in the UK. What? People are lining up, man. You're kidding. For real. Hey. Yeah. So for all of you non-Michigan residents. You may notice, if you type in Mackinac Island, you will notice that the word Mackinac, in most cases, ends in the letter C. If you call it Mackinac Island, you will get slapped in the face. (laughs) It's a dead giveaway (laughs) that you're not from the area. It's a dead giveaway. Right. Don't do it. Mackinac. Sometimes you'll (laughs) see it spelled A-W. Sometimes you'll see it spelled A-C. That's true. Doesn't matter. It's Mackinac. That's true. That gets back into the history with the French and the British and all that. It's it's Mackinac regardless. Don't ever say Mackinac or you will get slapped across the face in Mackinac City or Mackinac Island, which are both spelled differently.
0: <laughs>
1: is, that where, well, uh, is
0: that where all the tough kids hang out, smacking people? Mackinac is the, the home of the tough I, kids?
1: Apparently, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, you know what? I don't have any uh, reference for this on hand, but I did hear that, like, either Mackinac Island or Mackinac City, one or the other, is, like, the third or fourth most dangerous city in Michigan. What? I, I, I want to say it's Mackinac Island. What? But that's, stri- that's strictly because it's such a small and isolated population, right? Because sure. virtually nobody lives there year round. Right, 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 right. So it's like the, the statistics are oddly skewed in that way. It's not a violent place at all. It's not a dangerous place at all. I was going to say that's a really Because there's like... Because there's like two robberies a year with a population of like 60. You know what I mean? (laughs) Per capita crime is like (laughs) skewed, you know? (laughs) But yeah, just just an odd little factoid there. No,
0: it's interesting. I didn't know that. So our stories from Mackinac today?
1: um. yeah, I've got and I got a whole bunch of them lined up, man. Ooh, all from right. This island, let's go now. So, again, for our non-Michigan audience who doesn't know what Mackinac Island is, because everybody in Michigan does know what Mackinac Island is. It's true. It's a tiny little island in between. It's sitting in Lake Huron, in what's called the Straits of Mackinac. It's that little area in between Lake Michigan and Lake Huron. The Mackinac Bridge extends across the Lower Peninsula of Michigan to the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, and you can see the bridge right from Mackinac Island. You get beautiful views from there. It's uh, Mackinac Island is an amazing place, is it not?
0: Beautiful, buddy? it's beautiful.
1: It's um, it's probably the the biggest tourist attraction in the state of Michigan. Sure. Agree. I think I can say that pretty definitively. Oh, I'd agree. Um there's there's no cars on the island outside of like two police cars and an ambulance, right? To get around on the island, it's you either take a bike or you get a horse drawn carriage. Which and there's plenty of those. Like you want a taxi on Mackinac Island, you get a horse drawn carriage. It's the only way to get around. There are no cars, no cars allowed. It's uh it's and that law has actually been in place since like I wanna say eighteen ninety eight. Wow. So like there's essentially never been cars on Mackinac Island. Outside of a couple of police cars just for in an ambulance for, you know, emergency sure, situations sure, and whatnot. Sure. But everything is horse drawn carriage or bicycle um Mackinac is known for uh world class fudge, right? Breathtaking views of Lake Huron across the you can see the Mackinac Bridge, 5 miles long that spans the two peninsulas out into Lake Michigan on the other side of it. Um it's just got old world charm, right? Sure. Uh it's the site of the Grand Hotel, which is one of the top ranked hotels in the country and I'm talking like super exclusive Type stuff, very high class. Like uh, there's like a strict dress code in the Grand Hotel. I don't know. A lot of people don't know this. In the Grand Hotel, you you were required to wear a suit and tie after six thirty p.m. Wow, type deal, right? Is it haunted? Very exclusive place, and it's haunted, so they say. Now, to be fair, the Grand Hotel, both the Grand Hotel and the Old Fort which we'll talk about later, uh, neither one of those actually allow paranormal investigations to take place there. So the only thing we have out of those two locations are um, anecdotal, right? There's never been, you know, a team in there investigating stuff. But there's lots of stories of people talking about stuff that happened in there. Interesting. That's really fascinating. Yeah. It's a wild place, man. It's a wild place. Um, The island itself is one of the oldest chunks of rock in the world. Um, Along with uh, most of the, especially the western section of uh, the Upper Peninsula, Michigan. Mm -hmm. It's actually one of the oldest chunks of uh, exposed rock, I guess, on the planet. Like Something like 4 million years old. Wow. Yeah, and I didn't do a whole lot of research on that end, and don't have a whole lot of details on it. But when you have a chunk of rock that old, sure, there's a lot of history involved. Oh, you know what sure, I mean? Sure,
0: sure, sure. You said that was over by the pictured rocks.
1: Uh, well, the pictured rocks are on the northern shore of the upper peninsula, right? Which is uh along Lake Superior. Mm. So, yeah, along pictured rocks and into the porcupine mountains on the western edge of the state uh, of the upper peninsula. Yeah, the, the, this is some of the oldest exposed land, I guess, on the planet. Because, hmm. you know, obviously things change over time. Ice ages come in and glaciers rip shit up and... Other places, we don't have volcanoes here in Michigan, but, you know, volcanoes erupt and bury shit and sea levels change and all that stuff. So it's kind of in a constant state of change, right? Mm-hmm. The especially the upper peninsula of Michigan and oddly enough, Mackinac Island, which is on the eastern end of uh, the upper peninsula mm-hmm. of Michigan, is some of the oldest exposed landmass on the planet according to geologists sure sure you know that's interesting so it's when you have a piece of land that old you you get a lot of history on it for sure so i got a handful of stories lined up for you here the first one we're going to talk about is the ghost of harvey all right now harvey is a pseudonym um we assume that this ghost is Harvey because uh it's just what fits most and uh, we call him Harvey because his family's still around today and they don't want it you know to be involved in all the mm-hmm. jazz so he's got the nickname of Harvey now Harvey was a student at Mackinac College. This is a college they opened up on the island now they opened Mackinac College and it closed down four years later they graduated one class and like, it just wasn't profitable for them. Wow. Right. Um, the, the place is just so isolated. Um, the, the Northern great lakes, they freeze during the winter. Like there's no way on and off. It just doesn't work. Not a good place to put a college, which they, obviously they figured out because so they closed it down. Um, now Harvey, he was a quiet, awkward guy. Um, The college up there was an art college Um, While he was up there This one day he uh, decided to Profess his love to this girl at the college That he was a classmate with And she blew him off Entirely Right Oh I love you girl You're the love of my life I need to be with you Fuck you dude Get away from me (laughs) Type deal Right Classic old story Tale as old as time Yep, it really is. Well, not long after that, Harvey disappeared. Uh, This was in February of either 1968, 69.
0: Hmm.
1: One or the other. Sorry about that, folks. One or the other. But he disappeared that February, and um, he had just disappeared. They discovered his body the following July, right? Now any, again anybody unfamiliar with northern Michigan there's a drastic weather difference between February and July. We're talking about sub zero yes. in February and 90 degrees in July. Yep. So by the time they found him there really wasn't a whole lot left, right? Sure. He had been there for the during the freeze and they found him long after the thaw in the heat of summer, so Yikes. It's Jeez. Pretty rough.
0: Let me ask you a side question. they
1: basically um
0: Go ahead. Oh no, I was gonna say side question. Are there any
1: wildlife in uh in Mackinac? Um there's definitely wildlife, but there's nothing crazy up there. No coyotes um, and
0: stuff that would have eaten him?
1: I'm sure that there's coyotes on my I would I'm pulling all of this out of my ass and just what I know about wildlife in general. I'm sure sure that there's I'm sure that there's coyotes up there, but I don't think there's a bear population up there. I don't think there's there may be uh, wolves Um, because, again, the lake freezes.
0: Right. So
1: animals can animals can and do cross the ice. We know that wolves, there's there's. Not supposed to be a wolf population here in the lower peninsula of Michigan, but there is in the upper peninsula of Michigan. And they have been known to cross the ice in the winter, and at least a a small number of them be here during the summer. I would think the Mackinac Island would be no different. Wolves may cross and end up on the island and stuck there if they're there during the thaw. I'm just surprised
0: that nothing. Oh, I'm just surprised that nothing ate him. You know, not the birds, not the, you know, coyotes or. Well, I'm sure or they anything. did
1: because, like I said, there it's not like they could put it this way. Harvey didn't have an open casket funeral. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, they found him six months later after sitting there all spring and into the summer, and um, there's plenty of birds, right? Right. Plenty of seagulls. I mean, that alone is enough to
0: crows will do it.
1: Make for a yeah, that's enough. So Harvey was ruled to be uh, a suicide, Mm -hmm. right? Especially given what happened with him and uh, him and his girl. That wasn't his girl, yeah, right. Um, so he was pretty abruptly ruled a suicide, but, um. After, uh, listening to, uh, a guy by the name of, uh, Todd Clements, he's, uh, in, he's an investigator and author up there at Mackinac Island who, uh, looks into this type of stuff. He got his hands on the police report for his real name, which I don't even know, Hmm. but he got his hands on the police report for this guy's death and looking closer into the details, even he said, when he talked to, um, the state police who uh, was looking into it for him. uh, This doesn't look like a suicide at all. Because according to the report, this guy um, shot himself in the head with a long rifle with two gunshots. Shot himself in the head twice with a long rifle because they found skull fragments 16 feet in this direction and then 22 feet in this direction.
0: Well, yeah. That doesn't sound like a suicide to me. No, it doesn't. You
1: know? And that's why, that's exactly what this state trooper said. It's been ruled a suicide. It's probably never going to be opened again, you know? But there's definite evidence to suggest that this was not a suicide. He was murdered. Wow. So take with that what you will. But when it comes to the ghost of Harvey, um, the, the, Where the college was located is a place called uh, Mission Point Resort today.
0: Okay.
1: It's a hotel. It's a resort hotel. Fancy place. Not as fancy as the Grand Hotel, but a fancy place. But back in those days, that was the college. Um, These days, Harvey is known to be a a practical joker. He likes to pinch and poke people, uh, mainly young women, because he was a 21-year-old guy at the time uh he's often seen around the pool watching the girls in the bikinis but he's probably the most active ghost on the <laughs> island the most regularly seen wow he's he's seen all the time so it's kind of wild that's that's really something what do you think about that man you, well we i mean of
0: what's the what's the evidence is just people like getting poked and pinched and being like it's Harvey.
1: Poked. There's uh reports of him uh you know, while people are sleeping at the resort, uh, coming into the room type of thing, uh fucking with people in bed. Um there had nobody's ever So Harvey's from what I can tell there's Harvey's been no pervert. reports of you know, Harvey's a malevolent spirit or anything, you know. But is his last He's, name uh, Weinstein? Practical Joker, I guess. Jeez. Yeah, right, right, right. He's about the most inappropriate ghost you're gonna find Jeez. around. Jeez. Yeah. Obviously, Harvey missed out on the Me Too movement.
0: Right. So. <laughs> it's either that, or it's just a bunch of college kids that are poking each other and pinching each other, and then blaming it on a ghost. Eh. Well, no, it wasn't and
1: poking people when there's nobody there. It wasn't me. Right? It was
0: the ghost.
1: They. they yeah, there may be a a bunch of just uh, tourists who are being <laughs> uh, blaming everything on Harvey, I guess.
0: <laughs>
1: but yeah, as far as ghosts on the island, and as we'll get into, there are many, many ghost reports on the island. Harvey is probably the most active. No kidding. Here at Mission Point Resort, that used to be the hotel. It used to be a couple other things too. Um, it's an old place. It was built. Uh, well. I like to say it was built back in the day, but there are far, far older structures on Mackinac Island, sure as we'll get into. But um Yeah, college student. I mean what what else you expect out of a twenty one year old guy in the sixties?
0: You know? Well, I would expect more than him hopping into bed with people un- uninvited, you pervert.
1: Like I said, he's uh, he's seen fairly often at the pool. Well people are at at the pool, they see an apparition like of peeking, some guy in a strike like peeking
0: shirt. through the bushes. You know what I mean? Like, what is he doing? Or the- just,
1: or <laughs> just standing in the corner, right? So yeah, but yeah, just like that, just being an all-around creeper. Because like, like I said, he's kind of an awkward guy, kind of quiet. <laughs> he kept to himself. Yeah, and so yeah, these days he likes to hang around the pool at Mission Point Resort watching the girls in their bikinis, wow. hanging out at the pool.
0: I don't yeah. know what to say. Harvey, <laughs> I don't know what to say. Hey, <laughs> hey, Harvey, get a life. Yeah, man. Time to move on, bro.
1: See, you see what I did there? Get a, get a life. life. Yes. yes I did. You ghost. <laughs> that was wonderful. <laughs> yeah, you like that, huh? I do. Oh, man.
0: <clears throat> okay.
1: So he, he's probably... He's probably one of the most active spirits on the island, but there's a lot more stories that we're gonna we're gonna get into here. Um, have you ever heard of the Drowning Pool? Not the band, again.
0: Let the bodies hit the floor.
1: No, I've never heard. All right, of- dude, let it
0: out now. Floor. But yeah, no, I haven't.
1: Okay, so this is a uh, a natural lagoon that's actually not very far away from Mission Point and Mission Point Resort. Um, But it's just a a little pond on the island, a lagoon, as they say. Um, Supposed to be fairly deep, too. Um, So we're going to go a lot further back with this one. In the late 1700s, uh, back in the day at the time... Mackinac Island was a very popular uh, trading post, right? With fur traders, um, into the 1800s, uh, the lumber trade is coming into swing, but uh, especially fur traders back then, and it had been for a long time. Um, so it, it, Mackinac Island itself was a very popular spot, just a very popular trading post. Sure because all that trade was coming around the Great Lakes, right? And again, Mackinac Island just smacked dab, dab Center in between Lake Michigan, Lake Huron, and uh, Lake Superior even that comes down through Sault Ste. Marie and the Sioux Locks and all that come right out, right up next to Mackinac Island. So you got three of the four largest lakes in the world all centered around, essentially, Mackinac Island. Right. Um, So, obviously, it's a natural trading hub, right? Everybody comes here to trade their goods. So, along with any other trading post in the world, what comes along with it? Traders. The oldest profession <laughs> in the world, man. Prostitution. <laughs> right? I was thinking first. So traders. So, you, you get brothels. You get brothels. Anywhere you got a trading hub, you get brothels. So eventually the uh, the authorities started cracking down on this, right? Because we don't want those shenanigans around here. Um, no doubt at the uh, encouragement of the wives of upstanding merchants and soldiers and what have you. So over this period of time, it's said that um, there were seven different women who were accused of witchcraft and put on trial. Generally they were accused of witchcraft because they were prostitutes.
0: Everyone was accused right? of witchcraft back then.
1: And the mid to late 1600s. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And into the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, essentially.
0: That was not the time um, to be a, not the time to be a female.
1: Sure, yeah. So, what do you do with a witch? You accuse them of witchcraft, you put them on trial, right? Mm-hmm. So, how do we do that? We uh, we tie big rocks around their ankles and we throw them in a lagoon. Right? Why not? If they sink, the if they float in the lagoon, they're witches. So, we'll take them out and we'll hang them. If they drown, I guess they were innocent. But they drown. Sorry.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: You know. Right. So it's a, that classic witch trial catch twenty two that we get all the time.
0: That old chestnut.
1: Yeah, that old chestnut, if you will. <laughs> um. So it said, even today, you can hear the the screams and the splashes of these women that were drowned in the in the drowning pool, this lagoon. Mm. Right, uh, around Mission Point. Now, uh turns out there's this is a classic story that goes around as far as Ma- Mackinac Island. Uh, but there's actually very little evidence to say that this ever happened at all. Oh, okay. Like This is an old wives' tale, as it were. Sure, right? sure. Now, to be fair, they didn't exactly keep good records back in the day, so it could be true.
0: And we're also we're also right. talking about something that, if it went wrong, whoever was in charge probably wouldn't
1: want record of. And at a time when you know, good record keeping wasn't the order of the day.
0: Exactly. Like,
1: maybe, sir, did, maybe, sir, sir, sir,
0: we've executed forty-five women today, and none of them were witches. You're gonna be like. Right. Don't tell anybody.
1: You know what I mean. Like they all floated.
0: How shall I record this, my lord? You're gonna be like, not. You're not recording it.
1: Turns out they all drowned, and none of them were witches. (laughs) Whoops. (laughs) Sorry. Turns out they were all just prostitutes, and my (laughs) wife wanted them drowned.
0: (laughs) They were all just prostitutes. So I, I like this accent. I'm terrible at it, but I like it.
1: You're not far off, man, because it was the British in control of the island at the time. So woo It was a British island. You're right on board <laughs> with your your faux British accent. <laughs> so let me but, ask you a question. Yeah, there's, there's honestly... Hey, go ahead. Oh, no. Hit me. So
0: this area over by Mission Point, this lagoon, is it public access?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you can go there. Um, there's actually been people that have drowned in there, um, you know, in the last, I don't know, less than 100 years. You know, uh, they just jump in and, you know, end up getting tangled in seaweed and drowned. Sure, sure. There. People have died in this lagoon. But as far as witch trials and, uh, you know, drowning witches for witch trials type thing, there's. There's virtually no evidence to actually support that. I would really be
0: curious. Like, would we be allowed? I wonder how much trouble it would be for us to camp out there, see if we don't hear anything one night.
1: Well, another interesting fact about Mackinac Island I don't think you're allowed to camp mm. anywhere on the island. Interesting. So, now we could stay in one of the many hotels on the island and, you know, just go out there and film. I think we could pull that off. I say we do that. But what yeah, do you guys I think? If you guys want to see us do doing that, doing let us know. Camping. Yeah, I'd be down to check out that location along with all the others. The uh, Mission Point Resort. Yeah. And uh, the, uh, there's a haunted theater, which actually I didn't. There's so many haunted stories from this island, dude. I couldn't even pull them all up because mm. there's a whole theater this haunted that I didn't even I don't even have in my notes here. Cause I wasn't going to talk about it cause there's just, there's too much. Wow. There's too much. There's literally, we'll get into that in a little bit. There are the dead outnumber the living on this Island. Essentially. Wow. Wow. Ooh, straight up. That's
0: such an eerie thing to say.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow. But I haven't gotten there yet.
0: Keep going. Keep well, going. Uh,
1: we'll get there. Um. Boy, what do I have next here? Uh, But yeah, like I was saying, there's virtually no evidence to support that there were any witch trials on Mackinac Island at all. So that doesn't mean it didn't happen because, you know, records were pretty scarce in the late 1600s, early 1700s. That doesn't mean it didn't happen, but there's really no corroborating evidence to say that it did. So, you know, take with that as you will. Sure. Uh, Do your own research. As always, folks, let me know what I got right. Let me know what I got wrong because there's a lot more information out there than what I could peruse through for this today. Yeah. So then we got the story of this place, Mackinac Island itself. If we go way back in time, right? that this place has been long before English the the French fur traders and uh, English explorations took place oh, that wow. Mackinac Island is actually an ancient ancient Indian burial, burial ground oh, wow. for not only hundreds of years but potentially thousands of years mm-hmm. old um during the construction of the grand hotel, which has its own haunted stories that I'm not even getting into because you can find those anywhere folks. We're, we're trying to get down into the, into the dirty here. The stuff you don't read about, uh, during the construction of the grand hotel, the construction crews, like the grand hotel was built very, very quickly with like today. When you go up to the grand hotel, the stairs are kind of crooked, right? It's, uh, the deck's kind of wavy, like it's not precision construction because they built it very quickly. For as luxury as it is, it was built very quickly in a very shoddy manner. Like it's all safe, you know. I would say it's just not to say that it's uh, a a shitty place to be at all, but you can see the waviness and the tiltiness and the stuff because it was built very quickly. To subpar standards, I don't even know when the place was built. It was like 130 years ago
0: or or something like that.
1: Really old place. But the story goes that the construction crews, when they were breaking ground on the Grand Hotel, that they found so many skeletons in the ground. So many that they lost count. There's literally no count to the point that they gave up pulling all the bones out of the ground. They literally just kept digging and built the hotel, leaving those but just digging through the bones, pouring their foundations and setting their stones and, you know, everything that they did without even moving probably half of them. Wow. Like they started out trying to do the right thing is like, Here's a skeleton, here's a skeleton, here's a skeleton. So, like I was saying, the dead outnumber the living. There are so many skeletons on this island. Because it was an ancient Indian burial ground for hundreds of years before English settlers got there. Potentially thousands of years. The original... um, uh, all right, so it, it was a of ground for the um, the Ottawa, the Ojibwe, and the Potawatomi, right? Which are all part of the, um, I'm going to say this wrong. I'm going to fucking butcher this, but uh, Anishinaabe, right? I'm sure I'm fucking that up. So all of you uh, natives out there listening, tell me how fucked up I am. <laughs> But, uh, like, these three tribes fall under, like, a central group that spoke a common language, right? Um, so this was a sacred ground for them for literally thousands of years. Uh, before the French came along and named it Mackinac, right? With the C, mm-hmm. like like we talked about in the beginning. Uh, the island was called Mishilamac which literally in that old native language means great turtle. What do we know about native Americans? Great turtle, great turtle. The great turtle came out of the sea with the earth on his back, right? Hmm. Like this is sacred ground. This is holy fucking ground. If Mackinac Island is the great turtle, this has got to be the most sacred ground within hundreds and hundreds of miles.
0: I can't imagine stands the a reason of why
1: things. stands a reason why a lot of like let all of your um tribal chiefs in the vicinity all of your shamans in the vicinity want to be buried there. And thus they were. There are lots of caves in the on the island that are uh, just full of bones. It's crazy. Hmm. So, when they were building this hotel 100-some-odd years ago, there were so many bones that they just started ignoring them and built the hotel on top of them. Now, anybody who's seen the movie Poltergeist knows what happens when you do that, right? Right. You start getting crazy shit. Yeah. Crazy paranormal shit happening when you disturb Indian burial grounds, like you disturb old cemeteries. Mm-hmm. Like you're just asking for trouble, are you not?
0: Absolutely. Dude, I can't <laughs> that would be a really nice place to stay. I bet you we could get some good footage there.
1: Yeah. Now, like I said, the uh the Grand Hotel is a pretty exclusive place. They don't allow our kind in there buddy <laughs> our kind isn't you welcome your, in many uh, many places you, you and your daisy duke shorts and me and my wife beaters hey you know, t- they don't they don't <laughs> they don't like our. They, we don't
0: serve your kind you promise you wouldn't tell anybody about my daisy dukes man
1: <laughs> too too bad it's it's out there for the internet public now, knowledge
0: man. now see how i wash my car
1: this is why we love your support folks. That way Bruce doesn't need to go back to selling pictures of his feet on the internet.
0: <laughs> now I can just do it because I want to. No. <laughs> Creeper. I'm joking. I'm joking.
1: It's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I know you're joking. Our, our audience doesn't necessarily do they. <laughs> Sorry, folks. It's all a joke. We have fun around here. That's
0: right. That's right. <clears> That's right. So, man, I mean, how many uh, how many reported hauntings happen over there? And I wonder how many violent hauntings happen over in that area.
1: Now, um, hauntings in general, there's tons and tons. Mm-hmm. Like I said, more than I could even get into. To research to put into a one hour episode, mm-hmm. man, because we're just scratching the surface. Yeah, here. yeah. There, I, I, I've read reports that I'm intentionally not including because there's no way that we can get into them all. I've seen reports of um, there's fairy lights hmm. all over the island, pictures of them that I'll, I'll, I'll try to see if I can find and try to post up here after the fact. But um, lots of reports of those. There's reports of um, an old Native American um, spirit, if you will, not of a person, but, you know, some uh, some Native American cryptid that's on the island. Some uh, half-human, half-lizard person that's been seen on the island. Wow. Um, we're going to get into this a little bit later in the bonus episode, but there's a uh, um, ghost ship's. Ooh. they cruise past the island not just one or two but a bunch of them so slide into the patreon folks if you want to hear about that one. Oh, definitely definitely um
0: no oh, that was a great uh, movie too reports, man uh, that was a great movie too ghost ship that was a fantastic movie i'm sorry if everyone yeah, hated seen that, that, that movie a long time. i'm kind of dating myself here i already did that with the alamo one but the um which dude
1: that was such a great movie i'm sorry if you're talking about John Wayne movies, you've dated yourself right out of the gate, man. <laughs> yeah, right.
0: No, I mean that was dude, that was but, that was a great movie. I'm sorry. That was a great movie. But even Ghost Ship, Ghost Ship was creepy.
1: I like that. Uh, they did a good job. I'll challenge anybody that wants to talk shit about the Duke, though.
0: <laughs> I I mean, I'll put it this way. There are plenty of there's plenty of shit talking that can be done when it comes to John Wayne that would not be inaccurate. He has played a lot of roles oh, well, sure. that he had yeah, I mean, absolutely no business playing. We could do a whole yeah, episode. There's going to on- be plenty of
1: shit that people are going to talk about us in a hundred years from now. Oh man, I don't think we're, I don't think anyone's going to be right. talking about us in a hundred years. But well, yeah. But John Wayne was uh,
0: John. It was just funny when John Wayne would play characters that. Yeah, I, I, I'm trying to remember the movies, but he would always he would. There, he would tend to sometimes gravitate towards playing, like, just characters that he would not fit, whether if it was, like, a character of another nationality, a character of, you know, a, a, just a completely he's, – he's, he's John Wayne. He's the Duke. You know what I mean? He, if he's not in a Western, don't put him in anything. You know what I mean? That's just the way it is. Like, if it's not a war movie or a Western, he's got – just don't put him in it.
1: Yeah, that was the only caveat that I was going to say. He played solid roles in some Vietnam oh, movies Oh, sure, well.
0: sure. Well, as long as he wasn't playing, yeah. like, the Viet Cong, sure. But, you know what I mean? like that's, Yeah, but
1: there, there was a movie where – I forget what it was, but there was a movie where he was supposed to – I think he played Genghis Khan
0: Thank you. In a movie. I think it was either that or Attila the Hun, but I couldn't remember which one it was. But I think
1: you're right. I think it is that Genghis Khan. But, yeah. But – Something Asian. And you're like <laughs> – you're gonna cast John Wayne as John Wayne <laughs> right. guy?
0: It's like like who played who played Ben Hur? I forget who played Ben Hur in the movie.
1: I don't know, but it wasn't John Wayne. No, 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 no,
0: no, no, no it wasn't. But it was somebody that you're like, dude, these are supposed to be like these old like Roman warriors, and this guy's got like the scrawniest arms. You're like, come on, dude. Like if you don't, I know yeah. you don't have like whoever. I think it was like Gerard Butler that played three hundred or whatever. But like, if you don't have that guy, don't make the movie. If you don't have a guy that looks like he's he could be in the movie, you don't make that movie. Move on.
1: Right, but yeah, right. Somebody yeah. needed I mean, to have least, a conversation with yep. John
0: Wayne's agent. Agent.
1: Yeah, yeah. It'd be like
0: if Bruce yeah, Lee's agent was like, I, "I got a part for you, George Washington." Be like, well, it's not going to really work.
1: You're shouting a bit, bro. Into that microphone. Yeah. I have a tendency to do that. I'm all about shouting. Just at least pull it away a little bit when you do. Gets a little choppy. But, yeah, I want to say that he played – I want to say that it was Genghis Khan, but I, I can't remember for the life of me, or what the movie was called. But yeah, like you, by all means, cast John Wayne as the All American, right? Sure. the 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 Green Beret of Vietnam, or you know that uh, any old West film, right? Obviously, that's what he was known for. Genghis Khan. Yeah. Really. That's what I'm saying. The Mongolian warlord. It's a little rough there. I mean, if you were making but a, again, we're talking about a, we're talking about a different time of American films. Very right? true. We're, I guess that shouldn't really matter. I mean, if you right? were
0: making a Tupac biopic, you wouldn't ask Justin Bieber to do it. So, Amen. That'd be a terrible. But movie. in
1: the nineteen in the nineteen sixties, maybe you would ask. Just a Bieber to do that because that was the nature of American film at the time. That's terrible. I don't though. know. That's I, I'm no expert in the matter.
0: It's <laughs> terrible.
1: Okay. So but, let me ask you I'm a question. I'm not an expert in any fucking matter. Well, so. yeah. Same.
0: Same. Just well, a couple of idiots who have a couple microphones. That's it. But, um, hey, amen. I honestly, what do you think? Now we're totally switching gears here, but I just have a question. Now that we're talking about mm-hmm. like old movies and stuff like that, what is your favorite old movie? Like black and white, top three.
1: Give them to me. Dude, I don't, first off, I don't know that I can name. Ooh, okay. Give me one. Three give me one. Black and white movie. I, I, I'm not going to go back as far as black and white. Okay. Fair. But fair. I'll go back to like uh, you know, old movies. Um, Top three. Um, Mm. Um. That old John Wayne flick from Vietnam, where he was a Green Beret. Why am I blanking on the name of the movie now? It might have been called The Green Berets. Okay. In the comments, let us know.
0: In the comments, let us know.
1: Yeah, I'm totally blanking on the name right now. But where John Wayne was a Green Beret in Vietnam. Yeah, it, it's okay. That's one my mind right now. That's one. Uh, um, holy shit, man! Yeah, you are putting me on the spot here. I'll
0: give you a minute to think. Okay, I'll give you a minute to think. I'll tell you mine. So, I, Dirty Harry. Oh, Dirty Harry. Okay, Dirty Harry is a great one. Come on, Clint Eastwood, right? So that we're so we're allowing Let's movies see. from like the seventies. Then okay excuse me sorry.
1: yeah I'm, I'm no film buff man <laughs> just like i'm no music buff or a wrestling buff i got history somewhat i can talk about history all day history. i can talk about paranormal shit all day you want me to start talking about bands and movies i do Ooh, yeah you're putting me on the spot definitely got you to keep you on your toes bro for real you so are. that's
0: two you got Dirty Harry, and we got the Mysterious Green Beret one.
1: Yeah, God damn. I'm, I'm going to have to Google that now. Uh, go ahead and hit me with three, though. Okay. Three of your own. White Heat. If you haven't White seen Heat.
0: White Heat, it's an amazing movie. Amazing. It's got James Cagney. I think it was like, at least it was the first gangster movie I ever saw. It's where the expression, I'm on top of the world, ma, It's where that came from. So, uh, but uh, he plays this gangster, James Cagney is a fantastic actor, but so that one, and if we're going old school, still, I'm going to keep it black and white. <clears throat> I'm going to go with, they made me a criminal, which is a great one. I think it had James Garfield in it and uh, the, um. It was called like the Boxcar Boys or something like that. It was like the precursor to like the Little Rascals, essentially. It was like a group of kids that were in a whole bunch of movies, like causing trouble and stuff. But it was, that was a good one. It was about a boxer <clears throat> who got, uh, boxer who kind of got, I don't remember the movie he got framed for murder, if he actually committed the murder. But either way, I think he got framed for the murder, but he went on the run and, uh, it was a good movie. Huh. And then, uh, if we're going to go to the 70s, you can't mention the 70s cinema without mentioning Willy Wonka. You can't do it. That's like that that's cinematic gold.
1: So Willie Wonka. I guess it was the seventies, wasn't it? Yeah. Definitely. That makes sense. Definitely. Um, so that John Wayne movie that I brought up was called The Green Berets. There yeah. There you go.
0: There you yep.
1: go. Yep. Classic. Um so just to stay in the same vein, I'm gonna go with um The Dirty Dozen.
0: Okay, tell me about that one. I don't think I've seen that
1: one. Oh, um, I I forget the actor that was uh, the star of it, but uh, essentially the story is that uh, we're going to take this uh, special forces captain or colonel or whatever he was, and we're going to we have such a suicide mission ahead of us that we're going to take a bunch of uh, um. High operator soldiers out of military prison, and we're gonna put them into this mission because it's like it's it's basically a suicide mission. We're gonna put them into this, and uh, so this you know, special forces colonel, what's his name, is gonna uh, whip them into shape and make it happen. And they do make it happen, and it, it's a badass film, okay? Like, there were a couple of remakes, and I want to think that there was like uh, uh, TV series that maybe came out of it Mm. or something like that that I'm not a film buff, man, not my game, but definitely, uh, old, not black and white. No, sure. Sure. But, uh, definitely out there.
0: You've seen, uh, you've seen full metal jacket, right?
1: Oh, absolutely. So
0: the, I forget his name, but the, uh, the, the drill sergeant in that movie, I forget his name, but, uh, you know who I'm talking. Arlie Ermey. Okay, there you go. I don't think there's a better mm-hmm. actor in the last forty years that has played like a military, like a more
1: believable military um, what? character. Arlie Ermey was a drill. He was a Marine Corps drill sergeant. Sure. So
0: was um, oh gosh, what's his name? Uh, Ron Riggle. And you, I, I, you'd have to look him up for me to. You know who I'm talking about. He's like a comedic actor. Yeah. But I'm going to say out of those two, because they both have done it out of those two, though, I would take the uh, full metal jacket guy in a casting call any day because that guy is he just he looks the part. He sounds the part.
1: Yeah. Um, Arlie Ermy. he, uh, Arlie yeah, Erme, he okay. was a Marine Corps drill drill sergeant um, from back in the day because, God, the guy's what, 80 years mm-hmm. old now? Mm hmm. He was the real deal at the time. And when they cast him for, I want to say Full Metal Jacket may have been his first movie. Really? Interesting. I didn't know that. Don't quote me on that, but it may have been. And they cast him for that role because he was just a Marine Corps drill sergeant.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. So they actually cast a real Marine Corps drill sergeant for that role to make that happen.
0: Dude, that's impressive.
1: And you, that movie was made what in the late '80s, early '90s, something like that, something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, straight up. And uh, as a guy who's gone through basic training, yeah, for the army, right up there. They, these days they can't; they're not even allowed to talk to you like that. But is that right? Oh, these days, yeah, because uh, a guy that I went to basic with went on to become a drill sergeant and he told me stories man they're like we're not allowed to do any of that shit. I watched uh one of my drill sergeants beat the fucking shit out of a guy hmm. in my platoon. Beat the fucking shit out of him for fucking something up. Hmm. And the, we're talking like 2000 uh like 4 or 5 probably. 2004. There you go. Yeah. 2004. Right? So to take you back to the 80s. You know, a generation before, mm-hmm. it was even harder than that. These days, like, they, recruits get stress cards. What is that? Like, this is too <laughs> stressful for me. Wave my stress card. You need to stop yelling at me now. Bro, for real. This is, this is what we've done to this country. This is what we've done to this military. <sighs> Don't get me started. Yeah, this isn't a
0: good topic of discussion.
1: <laughs> This is a better topic of discussion for our bonus hour.
0: Yeah, right.
1: So, yeah, dude, straight up. We get into the bonus hour, I'll give you some military stories. Ooh. That I've been waiting for some of those. I probably can't get into on YouTube. Now you got to pay for these Probably can't dive too far into them on YouTube. Okay. So, we're going to save that for the bonus hour. So, anybody who wants to listen to that. Slide on over our Patreon for the bonus episode. Hear all the shit that we can't say on YouTube. That's right. Oh, no, that's right. Bef- before we sign off, oh, I do want to get into uh, a little bit more about Mackinac Island. Though. Okay, lay it on us. All right. So, because a, a lot of these details I don't want to save for the bonus episode. I want people to know this. I want our regular listeners to know this. What are the types of things that we see in common when it comes to uh, haunted locations or just high strangeness in general, right? Things like um, magnetic anomalies, right? Uh, High density or huge deposits of quartz, right? These types of things are common themes that we see in um, areas that have a high level of high strangeness, right? So how does Mackinac Island fit into that? Good question. So turns out it does, and it does a lot, actually. Um, All right. When it comes to Mackinac Island, the island itself is essentially um, – it's limestone, right? Huge. Uh mountain of limestone that juts out of Lake Huron, right? Now this area of Lake Huron I don't have this number offhand, I'm pulling it out of my ass, but w- the Straits of Mackinac are what around three hundred feet deep ish. Like that that's well below, you know, scuba dive. Oh sure, depth, sure. Right? You can go to like hundred feet scuba diving Something like that before you need specialized gear to go below that. So pretty we're not talking about deep ocean depth, but we are you can't just scuba dive down in there. Right. So we're talking about this jut of um, limestone coming out of Lake Huron in this area. And there's several air islands right in this area. There's Mackinac Island, then there's Round Island, and there's a couple other islands in this little string. But it's essentially limestone, and it runs about... 330 feet in the air, I want to say. Um, There's also a high density of uh, quartz on Mackinac Island, which is another thing that's really common that you see in paranormal activity. High density of limestone, high density of quartz, and another element that comes into play here is water, flowing water. Again, you have three Of the largest lakes on freshwater lakes on the planet, right here converging at this one point where Mackinac Island is, and I'll 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 throw a screenshot in here right now of the uh, a map for our non-Michigan residents again who don't know the Great Lakes very well. The number one largest lake in the world is Lake Superior. The number two is uh, Lake Victoria, which is in Africa. The number three is Lake Huron, and number four is Lake Michigan. Hmm. So three of the four largest freshwater lakes in the world converge on this point right around Mackinac Island. And there's insane currents that flow through here because it flows from Lake Superior down into Lake Huron and also Lake Michigan into Lake Huron that all flows down and eventually through the other two Great Lakes and out into the Atlantic Ocean. Hmm. So picture Niagara Falls, right? Those two falls, all that water that's flowing over Niagara Falls, that's the the current flowing past Mackinac Island that eventually flows over those falls. That's the amount of running water that we're talking about flowing through this limestone across this quartz to make all of this happen. Now you combine that with an ancient Indian burial ground potentially dating back thousands of years. Um, we're going to get into this a little bit more in the bonus episode, but um, Mackinac Island was a, uh, a battleground in the War of 1812. Right, There were battles fought here. Lots of people died here. On top of all the shamans and chiefs and shit that was buried here in the first place, there were battles fought here during the war. And hence, this island is only eight miles in perimeter. So literally, the dead outnumber the living on any given day. Hmm. And it's still the number one tourist hotspot in the state of Michigan. You're talking about a lot of history on a small piece of land that is extremely old, that has all of the geologic features that are conducive to paranormal activity. Hmm.
0: Well, that's definitely a spot that we're going to have to do some filming from.
1: There's no doubt about that for sure i'd love to man oh man we're gonna schedule ourselves a trip up there one of these days um oh again when we're talking about those crazy uh currents coming from those lakes a lot of people don't know this there are well over 1500 shipwrecks in the great lakes Hmm. traveling through these lakes might as well be traveling through the ocean. These these lakes are this big, and especially in this area, the Straits of Mackinac, with these crazy currents. In this area, like between the Straits of Mackinac and Alpena, which is a little bit further south into Lake Huron, there's, I want to say, nine hundred of these, uh, you know, fifteen hundred shipwrecks, wow. fifteen hundred plus shipwrecks are right in this area wow. so when we slide into the bonus episode we're gonna talk about some of these ghost ships that happen. we're gonna talk about some of the British soldiers that are in the fort because we didn't even, we didn't even talk about the fort at old Mackinac where this battle happened we're gonna we're gonna dive into that in the patreon episode brother
0: I'm looking forward to it man
1: amen all right anything you want to add before we sign off? That's all I get. I got, man. If I keep going, I'm going to give too much away.
0: <laughs>
1: Definitely. Thank you guys for
0: joining us. And uh, from all of us here inside of the swamp, thanks for joining us,
1: man. We'll see you next week. Hey, Amen. Uh, smash that like button. Hit subscribe. <clears throat> uh, you can watch us on YouTube, uh, Spotify. Don't forget us on Rumble. We're there as well. Uh, you want to listen to the podcast. Spotify, CastBox, iTunes, iHeartRadio, you name it, folks. You can find us there. Um, Hit us on our socials, uh, Swamp Gas Podcast Twitter or uh, Facebook page. Oh, man. You got a crazy story that you want to share with us? Hit us at uh, SwampGasPod at gmail.com. Yeah, we'll put your
0: story on Email us. We
1: want to hear from you, man. Yeah. I want to hear some... We might even uh, ask you to be on the show. Absolutely. Right? If you got a a story that compels us to bring you on, we'll do it. Uh keep the comments flowing because I'm digging them. <laughs> I love them. I read every single one of them. We do. I respond uh 99% of them. So hit us. Keep them flowing. Spread the word, share the podcast, share the show. Tell all your friends, spam your, uh, your parents, your grandparents, your third cousin on your mother's side, hit us, hit us with everything you got. That's right. Tell me everything I got wrong, everything Bruce got wrong because mm-hmm. Bruce gets everything wrong.
0: Everything. Yeah.
1: Hit us folks. High school. I want to hear it. I want to hear it from you. High school flashbacks. Keep it flowing.
0: High school flashbacks. Amen. <laughs> Bruce, you got anything else? No, man. Thank you, guys. We love you. Love each other. See you next week.